Welcome to part two of this out-of-line discussion with Christine Fredheim. All right, so I think you're the very first out-of-line guest that I've had from Norway. I've had guests from Denmark and Australia um, and other countries, but I don't think anyone from Norway. So tell me a little bit about the history of social media in Norway, kind of like, you know, when it got really popular and then also what your experience was like when did your life start to change because of social media and you know were you guys using the same platforms like was it sort of like facebook twitter instagram or do you guys have totally different platforms that we've never heard of okay uh the first thing was facebook and when facebook came out i was old enough to get my own account which happened pretty fast after and it kind of like blew up with facebook here in Norway around, I don't know, would I say 2005, maybe? Was it 2003 it came out? I don't, I don't remember, but it was, when it became popular in Norway, I was on it right away. And what was so exciting was that you could have a profile picture and then you got to take like a nice or cool picture or whatever, or sharing pictures. That was the most exciting things. And that's when it became like a thing where people would share pictures of parties that you might not have been invited to and, and stuff like that. And that's when um, I, I noticed isolation and feeling left out kind of became more um, for everyone to see, I guess. Oh, she wasn't to that party or or she was at that party. And it became this thing where it was important to attend and be cool and all of that for an image that you really didn't have. It was just like another pressure that I didn't experience, but I really enjoyed it for a really long time. But I had this discussion with my friends and it came up that the pressure of, but that is something that I noticed now during this summer, this summer, I haven't been super active going out to party and I would see a lot of friends like posting the same thing as a glass of wine every other day during the summer. And I wouldn't be a part of that. And that is something that could could have gotten me down and be like, oh, I feel like I'm not social enough. I feel like I'm not doing enough. And then, you know, just trigger your self-worth again. Uh, luckily, I, I, I'm not spiraling down on that. But that's like, I feel like has a negative thing with that. You feel like you have to be everything and, and post that and show to the world that you are so cool and more than enough. And like, accept me, look at me, look at everything that I can do. And, um, like for here in Norway, it started like that way with Facebook gradually. And then what's super interesting is that when Facebook got that dating status that status mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and that was always super fun when you were in a relationship to put you're in a relationship with this person or that you can snoop and see who's together with who who's public with that that was always fun in the beginning and i mean it's been facebook and instagram that's been really really big 
Um, Twitter isn't something that we do here so much. Maybe the celebrities does. I've never been into Twitter at all. I only have Twitter now because of my work, but I'm not the one who's doing it. So I still feel like I don't have one, but it's, um, that, that I don't think that ever reached anyone's height over here. Um, Mm. and what about, what about like parents with social media? Um, you know, like you're a parent, what's like a normal age that kids are allowed to have their own phones or, you know, allowed to be on social media in Norway? My, my kid is eight and he has a phone, but that is because so that he can call us after school or if he's going to a friend that he can call us. But he is not allowed to have any social media stuff on. And it's going to be a long time before he's allowed to have that. I mean, Snapchat is also huge here. I don't have it anymore because it was a huge anxiety trigger for me. Because if I was out drunk and I would see that I've Snapchatted someone and I don't remember what I said, and then I would be really frustrated if I seen they screenshotted it. And I was like, oh my God, did I send (laughs) nudes to someone? Like what happened last night? That was just something that I didn't want to have anymore. And, um, and it also created I know that Snapchat, I think it was a way of people to feel like they were more connected like other social media as well. But I noticed it had the complete opposite effect because the connection you had with people, it wasn't any quality to it. It would be like dinner or what they were doing. And it wasn't really sitting down and being like, how are you? And having a deep conversation, you kind of lost that a little bit with the people around you. And when I deleted that, I was just like, you know, text me, call me, but let's have a more quality to our relationship because this doesn't really feel or it doesn't fulfill me. Mm. Um, So I feel really good about that. But I know Snapchat is huge here in Norway. So when I go out, if I meet a guy, he doesn't ask for my number. He asks if I have Snapchat. Oh, wow. And yeah, so. Still? It's a, no, it's a no for me. Yeah. Wow. I feel like Snapchat is still a thing here, but it's more of like a niche thing. Like younger, like Gen Z uses it and then like celebrities use it. And then that's kind of mm-hmm. it. Like no one, no one over the age of like 23, unless they're a celebrity, uses it a lot right at least in my in my awareness okay yeah no it's super popular here but when i go to la i get a lot of questions about if i have marco polo oh yeah so yeah so i have that app to talk to my american friends Mm -hmm. which i love and yeah yeah i'm obsessed with marco polo i love it so much and it's like i kind of don't necessarily necessarily consider it uh social media because it isn't like it isn't a group thing necessarily. It's kind of, well, at least the way that I use it, it's more direct, like one, one-on-one with one person. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how it evolves. Cause I think one of the things that I've been trying to figure out is, is how to, how is Marco Polo going to make money? That's one of the things. Cause right, we, you right, know, with right. every, with every platform, 
there's always like a pivot where it's like, okay, and now we're here to make money. Um, yeah. Now that you're all here and addicted to this, now we're going to make, now we're going to use you to make yeah. money. So I'm like, yeah. I'm waiting for that moment with Marco Polo and I'm curious to see, you know, when that happens. But it's definitely how I keep in touch with my friend in my friend in Australia, my friend in Tennessee, my friend in Portland, you know, like we're leaving each other like 10 minute messages while we're like doing the dishes or, you know, like driving our car, but we're not looking at the screen, that kind of thing. Like we, we just are constantly using that. And I love it because it's a way to keep in touch in a more long form intimate setting where it's not just like for the mass consumption, like, um, yeah, the rest of social media. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. I love it so much. Um, so mm-hmm. I love, I love that people ask you about it when you're here. That's funny. Um, yeah. so then, okay. So what about, um, what about since again, I t- asked you about this a little bit before, um, in part one, but since you're someone who is so spiritual and considers, um, things that are be before and after this world. Um, what, what do you, how do you see social media fitting into that? How do you see social media fitting into a bigger picture of what humanity is, what it means to be human? How does it, how does it impact spirituality? Personally, I have noticed that if I spend too much on social media, I lost, I lose a bit of in touch, like touch with myself. Mm -hmm. So like Instagram, for an example, I have rules where I'm, my rules is like, don't stalk people. Don't compare yourself. Just let Instagram kind of be, or social media to be like, uh, just another extent of you, which, so just choose to love it and, and use it for, for good and to make you feel good. So I have like limitations not to be on it too much. And, and because being on it too much, comparing myself and I went through a really, really dark period after my divorce where I felt super sad and insecure. And, um, if he was dating someone or interested in someone, I would end up looking at these girls and comparing myself. And it just made me feel horrible so, so much and, um, that whole thing just created a bad, bad pattern. And till one day I just decided, you know, this is not healthy for me. I need to take a, I need to stay, take a step back and look at how I can use this just to make me feel good. Um, so I made some changes there, but what I've found that was, that's been super fun with my phone is that there are great apps to download such as unplugged meditation. Cause you guys have that in LA, the actual place you can go at and meditate and do, uh, breath work and other, you know, stuff to really get in touch with you, with who you really are as a spirit. Um, here in Norway, that's a bit harder to do, but then I found this app that they have. And with all those great teachers that you can meet at unplug, and, um, I meditate literally every day from this app and that kind of creates a more positive relationship to my phone and my app icons and, and all of that to try and, and look at how, how can this 
feed me? How can this give me feel like I have more purpose instead of running on the treadmill of always comparing yourself, always looking for the next person to kind of compete with or whatever the subject might be. Um, and then trying to find how we could help you because it is a tool. So I think that finding a way to use it for the best for you is something that people need to take seriously. Um, yeah. Mm. Does that answer your question? Yeah. I felt like I just rambled away there. No, I love it. Um, I think that, okay, great. I think that, um, that it is something to, to really check in with. Like I just got back from, uh, Burning Man and it's my favorite, it's my favorite week of the year because, uh, my phone is off and, yes. and it's off for the entire week and everyone knows that I'm gone. Like, even if they don't know where yeah. I am, um, I've, you know, I create that kind of like expectation in, in my business. Um, everyone yeah. knows it's not like I just am irresponsible and just turn off my phone and like my businesses yeah. all start to suffer because I'm not, you know, being a responsible business owner. It's more that I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be away for these days. Yeah. If you need me, <laughs> yeah. let's talk before I go. And if not, like, we'll talk, you know, when I get back. And so yeah. setting that expectation means that I can turn my phone off and feel responsible about it. And I also right. am very aware that like, I don't have kids. So I don't think there is such a thing as turning your phone off and feeling responsible when you have kids. But that's another, mm -hmm. you know, that's another conversation. But at least as yeah. far as things like social media and emails and work life, um, to be able to turn off my phone and to be able to be fully present in the day, not just like an hour, not just like, oh, I turn off my phone for from like two to 5 p.m., but like it's off for a week and I don't even yeah. open a social media app. It is the most- So good. Yeah, it's the most incredible feeling and it makes me so happy. Um, and yeah. when I return my phone back on, it, like almost immediately, like my right shoulder got really tight and yeah. I was just like in my body, my body was like, oh, like, what are you doing? This is uh, like, we hate this. Um, and so yeah. I could just feel the way that it impacts me. It makes me tense and tighten up. And instead of feeling like I'm in the flow and just kind of like fully in a conversation that I'm having with someone, instead, I'm also like opening five different emails that are all about five different things that are going on. And then yeah. I'm opening yeah. social media and reading about someone going through something happy and someone through going through something really sad all at the same time. And so yeah. then all of a sudden my being is pulled in 300 directions within a five right. minute period. And it really does diminish my ability to be fully present. It really does take away from my, of course. Yeah. Instead of being able to be like, Oh my gosh, I'm talking to this one person and I'm really listening to what they're saying. And I'm really thinking only about what they're saying, not about yeah. the, the like five emails that I just read because I mean, our brains can only handle so much and it's not fair for me to think that I can read five emails while I'm also having a meaningful conversation and be present. No. It's not, that's not how no. it works. It's not realistic at all. And I think that's why it's important to have some guidelines and some rules for yourself that, okay, I'm talking to this person. I'm not going to hold my phone in my hand. It's going to be in my pocket. It's going to be away so I can have the respect for this person I'm standing in front of. And also that, you know, that 
okay, I'm going to be on my phone now. There might be emails. There might come up things that is going to take my energy away. Is this the time and place to do this so that you have some sort of structure with it Mm. or else it can be super, super stressful and overwhelming, you know? I have like a hate love relationship with my computer. My phone Mm. is different, but my computer is when I handle emails, emails and like work emails and stuff like that and paying bills. Mm. Maybe that's why I don't like it. (laughs) Yep. But it's like, uh, I have to have structure with it. I cannot just look at it and be like, Oh, I have to do it. But it's like every Tuesday at that, that time I sit down and I put away two hours to do those things. Mm. And that, that makes me feel really good because then I will collect my energy for that. And when I walk away, I know that there is a time and a place where I come back to that. It's not like spread around at whenever time or, you know, it just, uh, helps you keep your energy collected to stay present when you have that structure. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that, you know, what you're saying about being honest with yourself about it is so so key because I think there are so many times and I've absolutely done this so I'm gonna put my hand up and say like I'm I've done this it's not like I'm pointing the finger at other people but you know let's say Jaden says like hey I'm trying to talk to you and I'm like yeah 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 I'm listening I'm just reading this thing really fast or like "Yeah, yeah 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 I'm listening I'm just looking at Instagram like if I come up with a story that I'm fully present but I'm also on my phone I'm I'm not yeah and it's 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 about being honest with myself first before right you know before I try to do anything else because if I'm like yeah 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 I'm totally listening it's like yeah let me know when you're ready to be honest with yourself (laughs) (laughs) I love that yeah yeah so I love that you're like am I really ready to open my inbox am I really like am I really truly ready to even open social media like am I in a good headspace can I am I grounded can I handle this if I see someone you know that triggers me or makes me feel jealous or makes me question you know if I'm good enough am I am I in a place where I can handle that um yeah and I think it's really 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 good to be honest with ourselves about what we can handle what we need in the moment um, and many, many people are just like on the run that they don't even take the time to ask that question. They that just kind of do it. Yeah. But I read uh, Thrive with uh, Ariana Huffington and she mentioned something called email apnea, okay. which I thought was so freaking interesting because I realized I had that. And she's like, notice your breath when you're opening or about to open your email Mm. and I hold my breath Mm. and I will not breathe in a calm, rhythmical, healthy way. I will breathe very short and fast and maybe hold my breath because there's so many things here that I react to. Mm. So, just learning to be present with your breath while doing emails will also help you be more collected in doing all of that. Mm, yep. That's some really juicy stuff right there. Um, and, and honestly, it was what you're saying makes me remember, um, 
you know, before I left for Burning Man, um, I, I like bought all new pillows because I was like, man, my neck has been so sore lately. Like, what is going on? Yeah. And so it was like, it was all this like, okay, I'll get a new pillow. I'll go get a massage. I'll try to figure out what's going on with my neck. Maybe I, you know, did something to it. And then being at Burning Man for a week, um, I didn't notice that the pain went away. But then the minute that I got my phone out and turned it back on, yeah. all of a sudden the right side of my neck went really tight again. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is actually my phone. This is actually like a yes. social media anxiety that I didn't realize that I had it because I'm so used to it and I'm on my phone all day, every day. And so uh, I'm like, here I am buying new pillows when really, like you said, it's like noticing your breath when you're using your phone noticing my breath and being like, am I actually yeah. breathing? Because what, yes. what I saw when I turned my phone back on is that I kind of like I'm using my right hand and I and it like usually like pr- kind of like tensing my body to prepare for anything. Because when I open it, it could be bad news about my country. It could be bad news yeah. about my community. Yeah. It could be it could be bad news about a job right. I didn't get. It could be bad news about someone that I love is sick. Like there are so many things to like prepare yourself for. And I yeah. think I've been, yeah. it's almost like a little bit of PTSD where it's like my, right. my body is like, oh my gosh, we remember this. We remember that at one point we opened an email and it sent us into shock. Yeah, Is that about yeah. to happen? And so like when I opened my phone, <laughs> I just kind of tense up like almost like a football yeah. player, like ready to, you know, like go go <laughs> yeah. for it. And so my body gets yeah. tense and then I stop breathing normally, which is crazy. Mm. But I bet you, I bet you that's so common. I bet you if we, if we all got hooked up to machines, you know, and we hadn't been on our phones for a week and then we open our phones, I bet you anything that we all, yeah. our bodies react, every single one of us. That's what I bet. Definitely. Yeah. That I do believe in. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's really interesting to um, to just be in awareness of that because I think it's yes. I think it's one thing. Like even for me, it was only this week that I was like, "Oh wow, my body hates my phone." <laughs> yeah. yeah, my body is mad at me. Um, yeah. So yeah. you know, but I didn't realize that until like I talked myself out of it. Like, oh no, it's fine. Oh, it's a part of life. Yeah. Oh, it's a part of being a business owner in 2018. Whatever. But to actually be like to notice what was going on, it took me until yeah. this week. So I think awareness. But that's why I think it's also super important to have stuff on your phone that makes you feel good, mm. such as like meditation apps and, and you know, uh, audio, uh, whatever, audio books and stuff like that, that there are tools on your phone that you also can feel good about. Yeah. So it's not just stress. Mm. So there are many things luckily to be done with a problem. Mm. So that's, that's really great. But just being aware of it is a great first step to be like, shit, how can we change this, but also work? Mm. Mm. Totally. So, um, yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So I've got three more questions. Okay. Okay. I know it's getting late over there. I don't know what, what hour is it like midnight or something? Um, it's coming. Yeah. It's 11. Oh, okay. Well, Thanks for staying awake so late for me. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right. So I um, I am working with Cat Footwear this year for my first 52 episodes of Out of Line. Um, and I love them 
because they are all about being creative and being a part of your community as well. They're very all about, um, you know, getting involved with the local community and um, supporting smaller businesses and small towns and, you know, not just going big corporate. So I know you're from Norway, which is like a small, Mm -hmm. a small country that is small but mighty um, and is all about, you know, we kind of look at you guys and talk a little bit about like how your socialism means that you all have access to things that we don't in America, like um, education and healthcare and, you know, all of that, that whole thing. And without this becoming a political discussion, I would love to know what does it mean to you um, to get involved with your community? What is it, what does it look like for you? What's something that you either do or a mantra that you consider when it comes to, being a part of something bigger than yourself, like giving back or um, being a part of of something bigger than just like you and your friends? Oh, man, I don't even know how to answer that question, because first of all, I'm not like I don't do like community service or anything like that. Um, but what I consider to do um, to make the world a better place in general is that I'm warm and loving to no matter what kind of person comes Mm. towards me. And I'm always interested in having a real conversation with someone. And I try to be motivating and just, uh, really honest and, um, to, to be uh, as fully me as I can be in any situation because that is when I get the most feedback that I was a help, I was an inspiration and made them feel better. And um, I don't want to like neglect, well, by neglecting myself, I have also been neglecting other people. So I feel like the stronger and the better I am as a person and also educating myself by talking to other people and learning about other people helps me become a better person as well. Mm. So, um, here in Norway, it's not common like in the U S where you would stop by someone in the store and just start chatting and being like, hi, or, uh, I mean like when I go to the shopping, like grocery store it, in the U S it's hardly any time where I go without anyone saying, hi, how are you? Even though that they mean it or not, it's just a way to start a conversation. And I've kind of brought that into here in Norway. I'm not saying that it has become a thing, but I do it when I see strangers, I smile. If I see someone need help or whatever in the store, anything like small thing, I will I would come and say, do you need help or whatever, just to kind of cross over that. Because um, it's not like, it's not normal here to talk to strangers whatsoever. And it's the same thing like in dating. If some stranger came up to you and be like, hey, you're super cute. Like, can I get your number? Then we will be like, ew, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're talking to me. I don't even know you. Uh-huh. And in the US, it's it's so common just to be like straight up hey, and and have a contact with someone that you don't know. And that's kind of what I'm doing here. I'm trying my best to be super open so people feel comfortable 
um, talking to me and being real and being loving and smiling and all of that. I don't even know if that answered your question mm. because I don't go, uh, but it's like, I don't even know if it counts. Like if I see trash in the streets, I will go pick it up. Mm. That's like what I will do for my community. Mm. Uh, if I see plastic and shit and, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, I was curious and that's, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious about, um, you know, I think, at least I view you as someone who considers the world beyond just yourself. And also, yeah. yeah. And also since you're from a different country, I was just curious if there was a, you know, like a perspective that you had to share on what that, what that looks like um, to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And yeah, I mean, there, there is no right or wrong answer. So thank you. Um, all right. So I know you've talked about meditation and being in nature, but do you have a specific self-care routine? Uh, I mean, like what I do for self-care is that I make sure that I have my basic in order and I have my basic will be to get a proper good night's sleep. And that, uh, indicates that I would have a calm, calm, just relaxing evening and end with an evening meditation, not have any social media or uh, television. Like an hour before bed, I will have a cup of tea and maybe have a good conversation with someone like I'm having with you right now. Mm. And uh, I start off like that in the evening and then make sure I have a really good night's sleep. And when I wake up, I make sure I'm not making any decisions when I'm super tired, like I used to do before. I will wake up and be like, I'm so fucking tired right now. I'm exhausted. I don't, I'm going to skip training today and just deliver the kids and come back and sleep. But now I've made a mantra and like, don't make any decisions. Just get up and have breakfast and, and, and then figure out what you want to do as today, you know, as you start feeling better. And so a good night's sleep and positive, uh, thoughts and then, uh, food. I do food preps every week. I eat really, really healthy and I'm always learning new ways, uh, to eat healthy food and make it delicious. And, um, uh, taking that time to really do food prep, make several dishes so that the rest of the week can kind of go smoothly. That is usually what I do on Sundays. After a Sunday walk, we do food prep as a family. And then I train almost every day and do yoga and stretching. And I'm always into trying new things because I think it's super important for your brain and your body to do things that are kind of like unexpected and things that you're not used to doing because it builds confidence and trust within yourself and just a feeling of feeling free. And, uh, obviously I, I also meditate every day and then I have goals. I have long term goals. I have, uh, monthly go goals, weekly goals and daily goals. And today daily goal would just to be like, Today, I'm just going to do things that makes me feel good and strong. So I went to the gym and I had really good food. And then I spent a lot of time with my kids and did homework with them and just like really tried to 
enjoy being a mother and not to rush things. And, um, yeah, I have, I have a lot of rules and restrictions with social media and, and stuff that has a negative effect. So that is like all of that is like self care. Mm. And I'm not allowed to have like negative thoughts about myself. If I feel bad about something, or if I feel like I have uh, emotions that I need to go through. I have a coach I talk to and go see, and I also have a therapist and I also have a spiritual advisor. And then I also work with myself through meditation. So I make sure that I'm not walking through life, having things unresolved Mm. so that I work a lot of inwards as well. And that makes, um, that just makes my life so much better and easier. And it's super easy to attract things that you want in your life too, because the more you take care of yourself, the more space you have for more good things Mm. for you to feel good for it. So it's, it's all good in all ways when, when you look after yourself, Mm. man, there's some good stuff in there. I love how many people you have supporting you because you know what? We don't have mm. to do it alone. And I know, no. you know, I know that it's a thing of privilege to have access to, th- you know, to to services where you pay for someone to support you. Um, but yeah. even, you know, even just having a friend or a colleague that you say, hey, can we have a weekly phone call where we support each other or where yeah. we just listen? Um, you know, I think that doesn't even have to cost money. I have a, I have right. a buddy that is like my accountability buddy and we've been buddies for like three years now. Um, and once a week we just have a phone call and uh, one of us takes a turn just talking and then the other one takes a turn talking and then we just say like, this is what I heard from what you said. And sometimes it's clarifying. Sometimes I figure out the solution to a problem before I even, you know, finish talking because just sometimes having someone hold space while I verbalize something is all I really needed. Um, And so I think, you know, therapy and coaching and all of those things cost money. And so sometimes it's um, for some people, they can't afford it. But even then, sometimes just asking a friend, hey, will you do this with me? Um, Mm. That doesn't have to cost money. Yeah, that's a great advice. Yeah. And it doesn't have to cost money. And we don't have to do this alone. That's just the thing that I just need to keep saying over and over again is like, we just don't have to do this alone. Definitely. I also find like a lot of books helps me out. So reading too is something that I highly recommend to people um, when they're going through stuff. So that is something that doesn't necessarily have to cost a lot of money either. It's just to educate yourself on the things that you're going through. That's also super helpful, I I find. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Um, Last question is, what do you have in common with everyone else that's alive on the planet, all humans, all of humanity, what do you have in common with them? Uh, oh my God. <laughs> what the, the basic that we are born and we die. No, yeah. everything that we all have in common is that we are here on a mission, on a purpose. We all have our karma to sort out. We all have that learning process in common. And I think that that is something that we can 
have is respect for each other, that we all are born to go through stuff and to figure it out and to get out, uh, get out of it and be brighter on the other side. And, um, I think that's really valuable to remember sometimes when we meet people that we don't necessarily agree with, or that we don't like to know that their purpose is, is the same as yours is to come here to learn, to grow, to get stronger, to, to be more tolerant. And there are so many things that, um, that we're, you know, uh, here for it. And I think that that can create us to feel like we can be closer and, and more loving to each other. And I think that is something we have in common for sure. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, on a spiritual front that was quite spiritual, just what I said too, but we all have a soul. We all come from somewhere else. And, uh, we all deep down just love mm. and we're here to learn how to really access it. Mm. So, yeah, mm, I love that. We're all here to learn how to access it. Mm -hmm. I needed to hear that today. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. This has been such a good chat. I love it. And I love that we got to record awesome. it so that other people can hear all the juicy stuff you said. Cause, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's always so good to chat with you. Awesome. I love chatting with you too. And I miss you guys so much. I know. I know. I hope we'll get to see you very, very soon. You've been listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee. Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using Out of Line Podcast. And let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season. Hit subscribe to get the next episode on your mobile device when it drops next week. And if you love what you heard, please whip out a review, will ya?